Hi friends, and welcome to the Hippocratic Hope Podcast. I'm your host, Beth Farrell, a tenacious and creative licensed clinical social worker with a desire to help medical and mental health providers sustain their passion for healthcare. This podcast focuses on offering education and support to anyone whose day-to-day is centered around caring for others. Join me and my friends as we offer helpful information on self-care so you can continue to successfully carry the burden of caring for others. Welcome and thank you so much for joining me today. I've been working on a series that I've entitled How to Stop Suffering. And I wasn't completely satisfied with the name, but I finally decided that I shouldn't have to just love the name to share with you what I think is an important amount of information. So I don't know how many episodes will be in this series, but this is the first. So when I am working and I'm sitting down with people, they often come into my office saying things like, I suffer with anxiety or I've suffered with depression for like 20 years. Or they say things like, I can't keep doing this. My symptoms are out of my control. So I help them. One of the first things I can do to help you improve and decrease the suffering that you are experiencing daily is to introduce you to something that has been part of you for your whole life and is a part of you every single day, no matter who you are, but maybe you haven't been aware of. So there's a quote from a handout I Googled and found online called the thing about thinking. Steve Hayes is the founder or part founder of a treatment modality that I currently use actively in my practice. And there's a a quote or a metaphor about fish. I lovingly refer to this handout as my fish handout. But I want you to think about something. I want you to picture a fish. Now, a fish swims in water naturally. Now, the fish doesn't know that it's swimming in water. It just swims. And for you and me, that's a lot like what thoughts are for us. Thoughts are our water. And we are so immersed in them that we are hardly aware that they're even there. So swimming in our thoughts is our natural state. Now, with a fish, you can't take that fish out of water and expect it to be a fish. But what would happen if the fish became aware of the water? So I have a little cartoon on my handout that has two fish jumping out of the water and it has one fish pointing down and saying, see, that's the stuff I'm talking about. Now, what would happen to you if you became more aware of what you were actually saying in your head? For instance, what would happen if you realized that you had thoughts all day, every day, and that those thoughts often spur on emotions and sensations that are uncomfortable? But if you leapt out of your thoughts and you were able to look at them objectively, which is looking at them for what they are and how they are meaningful to the situation versus subjectively, which is what is there and the sensations. If you could give yourself some distance, what could life be like? Because what would happen if you said or noticed that you said, this is hopeless versus saying something like, I'm having the thought that this is hopeless. 
So one of the things I like to help people understand is we are having thoughts all day long, right? What kind of thoughts? We are constantly judging, evaluating, planning for, looking how certain thoughts might impact later. We have common narratives that go off about certain topics. For instance, when we're short-staffed again at the hospital, thoughts often are, they don't care about us. This is never going to get better. Or maybe you come home and for the hundred thousandth time, the dishes are in the sink. Thank you so much, family. But why aren't they in the dishwasher? You rinsed them off the dishwasher 0.5 inches away from the sink, but why aren't the dishes in the sink? You clearly don't care about what I have to do. You clearly don't care about how I am experiencing extra work at home after a really long day. Have you ever had a thought like that? I bet you have. And we're going to continue to have thoughts, thoughts that are evaluations and judgments, thoughts that are planning and tap into our information that we use at our jobs. But thoughts become problematic when we get lost in them, when we are focusing so much on the narrative of our thoughts and not being aware of what those thoughts are doing to our body and our behavior. Thoughts are also problematic when we avoid them or push them away. It's too hard to think that. It's too hard to go back and remember that. There's also this really interesting idea that thoughts are problematic when we literally believe everything our mind tells us as literal truth. Have you ever found yourself buying into or clinging to the things your mind tells you like people don't like you? It's my fault or I maybe should have done that. And my brain's continually told me I should do better. And clearly that means something because my brain has told me over and over and over again. The biggest problem I have with some thoughts are that they keep me from taking effective action on things that matter to me. I choose to go the path I've always gone because I don't know the other way. And the other way is scary and maybe more scary because I don't know it, but I know this this path I've been taking. So if you're unsure whether or not your thoughts are maybe keeping you from living out a life you want, here's a couple ways you know. You find yourself lost in the, why can't they put the dish in the dishwasher? I can't believe that they don't like me. And then you keep going and that yet all it leads to is yelling and then they still do the behavior you're kind of stuck in inaction. So when thoughts keep you from moving forward, that's a thought that's not helpful. If there is a significant emotional reaction to a thought or ruminating on the past, worrying about the future, things will never be the same. I can't believe they keep doing this. If your mind is cranking out sticky words like should and shouldn't or but, or maybe can't, have to, always, right, wrong, fair, unfair, everyone, no one, and because <laughs> you're, you got some thoughts that are a little fused and aren't helping you. So Beth, what do we do? What I want you to do is start noticing. Start noticing 
how you're thinking is just that, thinking. Notice how it makes you feel. Notice that when you look at them, you get a different sense of choice. So I want you to say this out loud. It won't get better. What do you feel? Is that statement motivating? It won't get better. For me, it's heavy and I feel it right under my breastbone. And it kind of is a quick pulse of hopelessness. It won't get better. And it's heavy. What about this though? I literally want you to say it out loud. I'm having the thought it won't get better. Notice anything different? I do. I'm having the thought that I can't accomplish this. I'm having a thought that I'm the worst mom ever. I'm having a thought that I may not be good enough. I'm having a thought that things won't get better. When I put that awareness on the front line of those thoughts, that that's what they are, I actually feel more hopeful. I don't get that pang of hopelessness. I'm able to see things. And what I realize is I have a choice on how I want to move forward. And I think that that's the thing is we don't sometimes realize that there's still a choice even when we think it's hopeless because I'm having the thought that it's hopeless doesn't mean it's hopeless. I hope you can take some time to start noticing what your brain is saying, what you're letting your brain say to you. It's important to notice. You don't have to argue with it. You don't have to make the thoughts go away. You can still think that it's hopeless. But how do you want to respond? Do you want to respond by ruminating on it, by being angry? Or do you want to be someone who takes action in hopelessness? I guess it all depends on what's important to you. And we'll definitely talk about that and how what's important to you helps you know which thoughts to listen to and which ones to tell to take a hike. I hope this helped you think about thoughts differently. Maybe practice saying, I'm having the thought that. It's not so much, by the way, that you're constantly aware. It's truly developing the skill of noticing. Noticing when your thoughts are running along a narrative that's not helpful. Noticing when you're avoiding a thought. Noticing that your thoughts have become too focused on the past or the future. Practice saying, I think, once you notice. But the first step is to notice. So have fun noticing. Until next time. Bye, friends.